Hey, what's up? This is Nathan Opposition, and you're listening to today's Boondoggle. Cheers. What's going on, everybody? It's Bill Bailey with today's Boondoggle on Domain Cleveland Radio. I just wanted to take a minute in this little intro before the intro to give you an update on some of the things we got going on here at today's Boondoggle. And uh, we recently uh, launched a email account so if you have any questions suggestions or comments you're enjoying the show you want to see something different you want to see certain guests on the show you can reach us at today's boondoggle at gmail.com and as you know the coronavirus lockdown has hit a lot of us uh, financially Um, boondoggle didn't escape it either and uh, if you want to support us financially so we can get you uh, these interviews that you enjoy each week uh, you can donate to our GoFundMe. There's a, a you get on GoFundMe. Look up today's Boondoggle. We got a GoFundMe that will be ongoing, and um, as well as a Venmo, you can donate. If you use Venmo, go to Venmo domain or uh, today's Boondoggle. And then also there's our Anchor sponsorship on the Anchor app, Anchor.fm. Look up today's Boondoggle, and you can become a monthly sponsor to us there. Uh, as you know, this is a veteran-owned and operated program we got going on here. It's very been, man, incredibly therapeutic for a guy like myself who, you know, is a veteran with PTSD and anxiety. And, uh, just gets me out there talking with people and gets me out of my comfort zone, and it's been awesome. But uh, it all costs us, you know, to, the travel accommodations. To, to get to these interviews that you want to hear. So if you can help out anyway, we truly appreciate it. Um, also, please follow us on social media. It's at Today's Boondoggle. We're on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Just please follow, subscribe, comment, comment. download the, the episodes. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, you know, any of the programs that you use to listen to your podcast. Please, please. Uh, do whatever you can to support us, and hope you enjoy this episode. Thanks. You got Thank you for tuning into this week's edition of today's Boondoggle. Domain Cleveland Entertainment is a veteran-owned and operated entertainment cornucopia of nonsensical shenanigans. You can find interesting interviews, music news, entertainment information, and just about everything else in between. Thank you again for tuning into the show here at Domain Cleveland. What's going on, everybody? It's Bill Bailey with today's Boondoggle on Domain Cleveland Radio. And uh, last week I was doing some uh, interviews while in the car. And uh, now I'm home, and today my guest... Josh from the band Ilsa is in his car. <laughs> so we got roles reversed this this week. I was having a lot of uh work done on my my home, so it was better for me to get out of here, you know. Yeah. And uh do it do it where there was like less uh distraction and tra- uh, and uh noise and all that, but uh anyway, Josh, how how's how's everything going, man? How you doing? I'm doing all right. Just uh, dealing with the election and the pandemic and, you know, all this fun stuff. Yeah, you guys are out in D.C. You're at, like, ground zero, aren't you? Yeah. 
So what's everything been like out there? I heard that the you know they're getting ready to lock down again and all that. That's what I heard today. Somebody came in my shop today and was uh, saying that. Um, I don't know. It may, might be what we need to do. It seems pretty crazy how many people are getting this thing. Yeah, yeah. It's been it, definitely 2020 is an insane year. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's. Hopefully we'll be able to look back on it and just like, you know, tell our grandkids about it or whatever, you know, <laughs> but, uh, anyway, wanted to get a little bit, uh, whenever I have somebody on, on the show, I, I like to get a little bit of a background on them, uh, before we get into, you know, the, the band and the album and all that stuff. But I want to know a little bit more about you, the musician. So like, what did you originally want to be when you grew up? I never wanted to be anything when I grew up. I honestly never thought that far ahead. Um, you didn't even want to grow up, huh? <laughs> I never, it never really occurred to me grow. I mean, you know, you know, you're going to get older, but I just never thought about like, hey, what am I going to be doing when I'm 40 years old? Uh, but uh, I guess I was around 12, 13. I hated music and everything like that. I went to a record store with a friend of mine and got the, uh, you know, Earache Records put out that Grind Crusher compilation, I guess in 91 or something like that. And uh, I, they were giving it out for free at this record store, so I took one and listened to it. It blew my mind. I had never heard death metal or anything like that. And uh, I heard Bolt Thrower on there, and it's just like changed my life so that's that's when i started getting into music and thinking maybe that's something i wanted to do wow that's that's awesome um so like when you first started getting into uh that like what other bands did it open up open you up to well the first things i went for were all the bands that were on that grind crusher compilation so i was like buying bolt thrower and morbid angel and uh, who else was on that thing? A bunch of other bands. Maybe Nocturnus was on there. And Fudge Tunnel and some other stuff that I ended up not liking. But I had to try everything that was on there. And then from there, I started reading Metal Maniacs and stuff like that and finding out all these different bands. And even from there, so I was listening to a lot of death metal. And from there, I got into punk. And stuff like that, and uh, crossed and stuff like that. And then when when was it when when you were like, hey, you know, this is what I want to do, and you wanted to uh, start learning an instrument? Like, what was it that guided you to drums? <laughs> oh, to drums? I started off playing bass uh, because I thought it'd be the easiest thing, and <laughs> I guess it's easiest to pick up, but to be a good bass player is not that easy. Um, and then I. Went to drums out of necessity. There were just no drummers in D.C. So I started doing it. Oh, yeah? And then that... So you grew up in D.C. then your whole life then, huh? Yep. Okay. And then, um, I mean, was drums like... You know, how, how long did it take you? Did you get, have to get lessons and stuff? Or is that something you picked up and just were practicing on I your just, own? I just figured it out. Um, listening to... I, actually, I learned to play drums by practicing along with ACDC because they're pretty much like 
steady four four beat the whole time. So you can go through a whole album and kind of just like fiddle into that beat, and it and it really helped you along. At least for me. Yeah, no, I was gonna say it always sounds like the same drum track in the background, and they just change everything else. You know, it was either that or I I played like metal health from quiet riot like over and over and over it was just so fun to play on drums cool and then it kind of just grew from there yeah and then when did you first start like uh playing in a band uh i would say i mean i tried to get bands going in high school but nothing really worked and then i I finally got kicked out of high school and I started hanging around down in DC and I met all these punk rockers down there and just talking to them, you know, like, let's start a band. So we, we started working on stuff and I never really got anything going until probably 1995 or 1996. And, uh, you know, just little punk rock bands that would play a show or two and then break up. Um, I never really was in a band that actually did much until like 98 started playing shows and stuff like that. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, yeah, you know, I have to go back and ask, um, what happened that you got kicked out of high school? (laughs) I wasn't anything dramatic. I was in a, uh, magnet school for art. And you had to maintain a certain GPA, and I just—I guess I just didn't care enough. So I, I, my grades sucked, and they finally kicked me out my senior year. I mean, there was no way I was going to graduate anyway. So, gotcha, gotcha. So no, no uh, big uh, scandal or anything like that. Huh? No, I didn't uh, break any real rules, or I wasn't a bad boy. I was kind of a wimpy kid. I just didn't care to do my work. Took all the frustrations out on the drum kit then, huh? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Nice, nice. Um, so, you know, what let then, um, when did uh, Ilsa start for you? When did uh, you get into that, that band? And Ilsa started because a bunch of the people from Ilsa, me, Tim, Brendan, and Orion, were in another band called Time of the Wolf, which was sort of a fast thrash kind of black metally thrash band and uh, dylan our guitar player who just joined ilsa was in that band uh he's brendan's brother and he uh got into a fight with a guy and punched him the problem was the other guy was on the other side of a window so he punched through the window and cut his arm open real bad and couldn't play guitar. So that band got put on the shelf and we decided to do something while he was healing up. And that was Ilsa. And, uh, you know, it took him a while to heal up, but now that he's all better, he's back in the band with us. Gotcha. And so that, and then, so that this is the one that's kind of been growing for you and doing well, then, huh? Yeah, Ilsa definitely is my, like, I, I, will, I will not say we're successful, but <laughs> most successful band, I guess. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. 
And then, like, did you guys have, like, a, uh, some tours and stuff planned before the big shutdown of 2020? Well, we had one. Yeah, we were going to play uh, this festival in Austin uh, and, and hopefully tour around that. But that got scrapped before we could even really start making the plans gel. Um, but yeah, we were, you know, hoping to tour off this album and get around and do all kinds of stuff. But so we just sitting on our butts. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, a lot of us are, unfortunately. Um, like, what was the inspiration behind the, the band's name? It wasn't well, uh, the movie Frozen or nothing, right? <laughs> no, not the movie Frozen. It's from the, there's a series of movies in the 70s starring a woman named Ilsa and it was like Ilsa she wolf of the SS there was Ilsa oh yeah yeah I know those oil sheiks and and they're just it's just a series of these exploitation movies starring this woman Ilsa who was like pretty ruthless and would you know bed down these guys and then kill them <laughs> she was a pretty badass character there weren't too many women that were doing that kind of thing in movies back then and uh also, it's hard to come up with a band name these days. They're all taken, so you got to <laughs> figure out what works and what name do you hate the least. You know, that kind of thing. It's one of the worst things about starting a band is coming up with a stupid name. Oh well, that's uh, now that you, now that you reminded me of, the, of that character in those movies. I think I've seen those, so I was like, yeah, good choice, good choice for sure. Yeah. Not a bad mascot, right? Yeah, I mean, if you're going to have a mascot, might as well be a, a stern, beautiful woman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the new album, uh, Prayer, out November 20th on yep. Relapse Records. Like, what was the uh, inspiration behind the title of this album? Well, the idea behind the title is, it's sort of like, even in the, lyrics of the title track you get sort of the gist of what we're talking about it's a lot of the uh abuse that's going on in the catholic church with kids you know it's a play on the word prayer obviously p-r-a-y-e-r but more like they're preying on kids and uh basically basically they prey on everybody yeah. but uh that's the basic idea behind the uh the name oh gotcha gotcha then, um, I mean, like coming from Washington, D.C., I guess if you ever needed some inspiration for writing some really evil music, you guys are in the right place there. Yeah. Um, what other kind of inspirations have gone into this this new album? Well, we always uh, are watching horrible movies and stuff like that, so that fuels it. But uh, this year has been so messed up. We you got these proud boys and you got these like crazy militias and all these white power assholes everywhere. And, uh, so you got a lot of fuel for lyrics, but, uh, another thing we sort of, it's not exactly a concept album, but we wanted to bookend it with these, uh, samples of interviews with, uh, this guy, Sean Sellers. I don't know if you're familiar with him or not. No, I was reading a little bit in your bio about him, and I was going to ask you to, you know, tell the audience a little bit about the Sean Sellers st story. He was a sort of a, I guess, just an average 
loser kind of kid who got into uh, Satanism and stuff through, I, I think mostly through reading Christian stuff about Satan. And uh, you get this really warped idea of what, you know, Satanism was about and decided, you know, obviously he had some other issues going on, but he decided that he was going to kill his family in the name of Satan. Then went out and killed a clerk at a convenience store, him and his friend, just to see what it was like. And then he sort of lost it and killed his whole family. And uh, after that, he's picked up by this or preacher named Fletcher Brothers, who used him in a lot of his books and uh, videos that he would sell. He put out a uh, video. Actually, you can watch the whole video on YouTube. It's called uh, Escaping Satan's Web. It's pretty, it's, it's creepy and funny at the same time because the things this guy, that the preacher is so upset about are so absurd. And then you've got this like chilling story of Sean Sellers and how he killed his parent. It's really weird. You have to check that out. <clears throat> but uh, so out of this album, when you're able to start playing shows again, is there anything, any particular song that you're like looking forward to the most to playing live? Let's see. I hadn't thought about that. Some of these songs we've already played live, um, but Prayer is going to be a fun one to play. It's just always fun to play. It's like a really simple sounding riff, but it's just a lot of fun to run through that. And uh, I think the song Witter Shins is going to be fun because uh, it's a little bit faster, but, uh, but they're all great. I, I'm really happy with this album. Hey, baby. Hey, baby. This, this is Double, Double D, D, also known, known as Dream Daddy. Daddy. And I gotta tell y'all something about our new sponsorship here at today's Boondoggle. And the name is Dream Nutrition. So if you're looking to empower your human vitality, well then you come to the right place. With over 12 years of combined experience in cannabinoids and terpene products, Dream Nutrition products include CBD oils, patches, proteins, and so much more. The endocannabinoid system is believed to have involvement in regulating physiological and cognitive processes, including the immune system, appetite, pain sensation, mood, memory, and in mediating the pharmacological effects of cannabis. Support this veteran-owned and operated company today, and today's Boondoggle fans will receive 10% off their orders when using the promo code BOONDOG10 at checkout. That's B-O-O-N-D-O-G-10 at checkout. So go to the link. That's dreamnutrition.com forward slash discount forward slash BOONDOG10. And remember, dream is not spelled like dream daddy. It's spelled D-R-E-E-M. And start saving today because you deserve to feel your best. And you know that's right. 
So tell them Dream Daddy and your brand from today's Boondog will send you. And then, um, like, do you guys got anything planned special for the release? Like, are you guys going to do, like, a live stream or anything else to help, you know, since you guys can't tour? We don't have anything planned right now. Um, I'd love to do something like that. It's it's just hard to coordinate all that kind of stuff. You'd think with every, everybody sitting like a bump on a log, it'd be easier to uh, coordinate, but... Somehow we never can get our shit together. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Um, so I, I mean, I know we kind of touched a little bit upon the uh, upon the Sean Seller story and inspiration with this album. But there is there any other kind of like message you guys are trying to send out as a as a band with this new album? Well, I think especially in this time and environment, it's important to stress that we're a anti-fascist, anti-Christian, <laughs> anti-religion in general band. I mean, that's what our, our main focus is. That and just sort of, I don't know, you got to have an outlet for all the dark thoughts you have. So it's a good way to get rid of that stuff, put it on paper, record it, get it out there. That way you're not just dwelling on things. Yeah, it's probably a healthier release than, uh, I guess, the Sean Sellers way, huh? Yeah. Although, you know, more more fuel for more albums if somebody else wants to do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Hey, and then I wanted to ask you, too, like uh, I was reading, uh, this was mentioned. What is uh, Shibboleth? Shibboleth, uh, that's one that Orion came up with, and I'm trying to remember the main idea behind it. Um, uh, I can't remember it right now. It's a, it's an Orion thing. Okay, so I guess people will just have to like Google and do their own research then, huh? Yeah. Cool. Well, hey, I want to ask you some of the questions that I uh, normally ask my guests when I have them on here. Um, you know, you're like still driving and stuff, so I didn't want to keep this too long. But uh, some of your uh, who's like some of your top three musical artists or inspirations? Um, just me in general or for this particular band? Uh, you in general. Uh, me in general. Bolt Thrower, Amoebics, Nausea. Um, I love Coffins. I love uh, Winter. These are all bands that just like really do it for me. Cool. And then is there like a particular song? that you feel has inspired you in life? Like if you're going through like a dark time or something really heavy that you can go to constantly to kind of bring you back up? Generally when I'm feeling that way, I'd like to write my own stuff. Um, writing my own music helps me feel better than anything else. And uh, it's funny. Like I was just thinking about this the other day. I find it hard to learn other people's songs 
for whatever reason. But like, I think it, I think it might be because I've never spent time listening to other stuff and trying to replicate it. I just always do my own thing. So I think when I'm feeling bad or stressed out, the best thing for me is to go down in my basement and just try to write riffs. That's like your therapy session then, huh? Yeah. Gotcha. Um, now do you have, is there a particular like morning ritual or routine that you have every day? Um, actually, yeah, not anything I planned out, but I guess it's sort of ended up this way. I, I own a, uh, repair shop. I fix metal objects like antiques and stuff like that. Restoration work. And, uh, I work with my brother. So, he, we commute together. So every morning I wake up, usually he's already there. I do my morning, uh, you know, uh, brushing teeth, taking your pills, all that kind of stuff. Then I go to work, I have my coffee, check my Facebook, <laughs> whatever, and then I get to work. That's about it. Gotcha. Yeah, I've uh, been trying to, like hold Facebook checking out until like I'm actually through all my other parts of my routine just for my own mental health. Cause it seems like, man, if I like start getting into that right away, my day is shot. Yeah. I feel like I've done a good job of sort of like weeding out anybody that would normally stress me out on Facebook. Um, yeah. That unfollow button has been a, a godsend <laughs> for sure. Yeah. There's a couple relatives who are like, uh, Every once in a while, post something. I'm just like, ah, you can't be serious. But you know, it's nothing upsetting or anything like that. Yeah, it's nothing to to break up the family over, huh? <laughs> no. Yeah, I mean, it's another thing. Yeah, I I mean, it, it's like another thing that's been exposed here in 2020. Like how how strong has some of these relationships actually been? If we're gonna, you know, break up over, you know, political figures or and whatever, you know. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, some people, it's sort of different when it's like, oh, I think, you know, taxes should be lower. That's one thing. Or, but then when you're like, I think black people should all die, then you've got a problem. <laughs> you know, that's less of a political disagreement and more of a just like, you're a total asshole kind of a thing yeah that, that's pretty ignorant that's still going on here yeah 2020 um and then uh you know it, it, can you name like three people who've like inspired you or you can credit for making you the person you are today oh, let me think well i think my i it's not one person but my band members as cheesy as it sounds we're like a kind of a family and we really lean on each other when we're feeling down and stuff like that. We we got each other's backs. So they're a big inspiration for me. Um, my friend Dom Romeo, who uh, used to run A389 Records, and I, I played in uh, Integrity with him for a while. He's a huge inspiration. He just seems to always have his shit together and know what's going on. And I kind of aspire to able to navigate 
the world like he does. It's like Jesus. Who hasn't played in integrity? <laughs> yeah, I know. Maybe Jesus is the only one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, that that's a Cleveland band. I knew Dwid back in the day when you know they first started, and just like there's this endless Rolodex of people that have been in and out. So I didn't yeah, even yeah. realize that coming into this interview. So there we go. Yeah, I played drums on that last album, Howling, and uh, toured with them for about a year. Uh, it was really fun. Yeah, I bet you it was quite a learning experience. There's a crazy homeless guy outside my car right now giving me the stare down. He's, <laughs> he's waiting. He's waiting. This one intersection, he's always there. Well, give him a shout out for uh, today's boondoggle. All right. <laughs> and then um, this is like, uh, well, I cut you off actually at two. So because you mentioned integrity. So who was your third? Oh, yeah. Um, third person, probably my wife. She's a, uh, extremely cool person, pretty much capable of doing anything she ever sets her mind to do. And, uh, just all around badass. Good, so. good answer. Good answer, man. Cause that couch is going to be uncomfortable in the winter time. So, <laughs> well, I wouldn't say if it wasn't true. Awesome. Awesome. Um, so here, here's a favorite, uh, question, uh, of, uh, many people, whenever I ask them, takes people back down, uh, memory lane for sure. But do you remember like a, a favorite toy as a child? Sorry. Kill somebody here. My dog always comes to the shop with me. So he's in the car with me. Um, a favorite toy. I mean, I loved GI Joe when I was a kid, but I'm trying to think of something really cool for the for the podcast. Um, you remember Sectors? No, no, I don't. They were like these uh, insect. They were like action figures that were part human, part insect, and they rode on like giant spiders and dragonflies and stuff, and the uh, the toys that like the, the dragonfly that they rode on you it had a black glove underneath it so you'd put your hand in it and your hands were like the legs and would fly around with the action figure on the back i really loved those toys yeah i'll have to look those up i mean it does kind of sound familiar now that you described it but uh, yeah yeah i was a gi joe star wars guy and stuff like that so um sectars i'll have to, I'll have to look that up I, I I never had much money when I was a kid, so I only had like I'd have like one or two of each kind of toy. Like I'd have a couple GI Joes, a couple of Transformers. Never had anything like big play sets or anything like that. I'd have to go over to friends' houses to, to play with the really cool stuff. <laughs> I know I felt the same way too, and then you'd always be <laughs> envious, you know, like can I stay here? And they finally, hey, we're going to eat dinner. You got to go home now, you know. <laughs> I remember one. Uh, my friend Josh had this game called Fireball Island that was so cool. It was like a 3D board with a mountain on the top. And you'd have these people that would walk around these paths in a jungle. And every once in a while, I don't remember how the rules worked, but this 
giant head on top of the mountain would spit out a red marble that was like a fireball and it would roll down these paths and knock you into a pit uh that game was awesome man that's another one i'm gonna have to look up now too <laughs> awesome um do you have happen to have like a favorite wrestler or mma fighter uh, i don't really follow wrestling I, I watch mma sometimes when it's on tv but i don't know who anybody is when i was a kid i really loved wwf like everybody else i really loved uh i don't know i like the big weird guys i like george animal steel i like junkyard dog hillbilly jim people like that yeah old school yeah sweet and then, uh any message that you have for our uh military members currently serving overseas military members just uh try to do whatever you think is the right thing to do um i i can't say that i always agree with what our military is doing in fact i rarely do but i do believe that a lot of people that are in the military really believe they are doing right and and uh you can't fault somebody for doing what they think is right even if i disagree with it yeah i agree for sure um, all right, well, I'll get ready to wrap this up with you, but, uh, before I let you go, is there, you know, if there's any, like, uh, if there's any listeners out there that want to support the band, pick up the new release, um, buy some merch or, or whatever, where would you send them right now? Uh, you can go to, I don't know, our Facebook page, I guess, our band camp, or you can go straight to relapse.com and get, uh, order from there. But everything's available on Bandcamp, I think. I'm the worst at promoting stuff. <laughs> All right, man. Sweet. Well, uh, before I let you go, do you mind doing uh, uh, one last favor for me? What's that? Cut a promo ID for the show. Oh, uh, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, just introduce yourself and just you know say, and you're listening to today's boondoggle. Okay. Hey, this is Joshy from Ilsa, and you're listening to Today's Boondoggle. Awesome, man. Nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, well, I'll let you go. Uh, I hope you had a good commute home, and best of luck down there, man. Stay safe. Thanks, man. You too. All right, peace. All right, bye.
Brought to you by today's Boondoggle. bar down the street and these two girls are necking and kissing and Tim goes up and goes, it's so beautiful. <laughs> Jake, Jake was like this. He was the teeter, man. He could snap it. Oh, yeah. Man. That guy was... Dude, he, he did that he, scared straight on me in my hotel room. Oh, I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> like episode yeah, of Scared yeah, the that, Thumb, man. That thumbnail was Oh, my long. God, that thumbnail was amazing. It was he like came a, in there with, like, <laughs> he brought his, like, I small pack him. of beer in. I asked him. It was him. twice as it, it was Wolverine. <laughs> I asked him. I go, what is, what's the idea of the thumbnail, Jake? He goes, you know what that can do to an eye? It's amazing. <laughs> And it was the only that was the only nail he had. Everything else was closely trimmed. He yeah, worked. Yeah. He worked with me at Chevy, you know, and uh, he was a, a crib attendant. Yeah. So anyway, before he got the crib attendant job, he was running the machine. So I went over to see him when I first got in the reserve and talked to him. And finally, I go over there one time, and uh, I'm talking to him. And after I got done, this guy I used to work production with goes up to me. He says, "You know that guy?" And I said, "Yeah, I'm in the reserve." He says, "You know." Like nobody, <laughs> <laughs> you could snap at any moment. Yeah, I remember being in, in little. And thank you for listening to another story time from the VFW Hall. Brought to you by Today's Boondoggle. Thank you for listening once again to Today's Boondoggle Radio Show. Please check out our website, DomainCLE.com and Today'sBoondoggle.com. Be sure to follow us on social media at Today's Boondoggle on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter for more information about this podcast. Support us on www.anchor.fm forward slash Today's Boondoggle as well as on GoFundMe. Be sure to subscribe, comment, download, and listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spreaker, and all the other podcast platforms. Please email us with questions, suggestions, and comments via todaysboondoggle at gmail.com. Please leave us comments and five-star reviews. Thanks once again for listening to Today's Boondoggle Radio Show. Thank you for tuning into this week's edition of Today's Boondoggle. 
Domain Cleveland Entertainment is a veteran-owned and operated entertainment cornucopia of nonsensical shenanigans. You can find interesting interviews, music news, entertainment information and just about everything else in between. Thank you again for tuning into the show here at Domain Cleveland.